Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams, and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when salt and pepper come together. together. All right, we ready Mm -hmm. to actually do time management this time? Yeah. It's funny. It's It's funny, too, because in the episode, she's going to hear it and be like oh my gosh so excited wait why is the episode titled not that um okay welcome to the salt and pepper podcast my name's olivia my name is lisa and on today's episode liz uh we have to apologize because this actually is time management it actually is this time we had a shaker reach out to us and say it would be awesome if you did a time management episode so that was (laughs) what we were supposed to do and we ended up doing something else because we were already halfway through the conversation yeah it was like 20 minutes in and it was like no this is uh not beauty standards yeah that was a good episode though it was a good episode yeah um what's your current obsession uh my new bras oh yeah such a girl i have it's not even luck it's just my boobs have always sucked all of my life um for many different reasons I can't find bras that fit me very well. Bras are really expensive. I fluctuate in my bra size constantly. And I think I'm now in a time period where I can actually buy bras. So I got some and I found out that I've realized that one of my boobs is quite bigger than the other one. So I maybe could have gone up a size, but it's doable. Because they also um, stretch out anyways. But I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm not like a bra girl. Like I know that there are some girls that have so many. But I feel like it's just really hard to find ones that do fit. So I get like two and I have like a tan one and a black one. I'm like, yeah, this works. Yeah, I. So the last bra, that's why I finally had to get a bra. Because I only owned one. I wear sports bras other than that. Because nothing fits fits yeah I usually only wear sports bras not like with the razorback ones but just like I can't do the right they hurt my back so bad I don't know how people wear them um but yeah just it things don't fit well luckily I feel like there are more and more brands that have like more inclusive like half sizes or bigger sizes Mm. or they're trying to do more for people because before like when we were growing up I feel like people just bought Victoria's Secret and then yeah. that was it. And then you were like, but those suck and they hurt and they don't fit. Yeah. The, I, well, yeah, I've never worn Victoria's Secret because they never carried my size. That's so weird to me. Yeah. You'd think that they would. They would but... carry double Ds, but they never actually did. They oh. were actually like Ds. That's annoying. Yeah. Where did you get these from again? Cup. Cup. C-U-P. C-U-U-P. Okay. And I also think that I have been getting the wrong rib cage size 
because um, I think that's why my bras wouldn't last very long is because I was always wearing it on the tightest attachment and then it would stretch out and I'm like, okay, just going to wear sports bras again. Crazy. I'm like the opposite. I wear mine on the loosest, a 34. That's how you're supposed to start. Oh, and then yeah. as it stretches out, because all oh. your bras will stretch out, you're mm. supposed to keep getting tighter and tighter. Mm. So yeah. now I'm wearing a 32 and it's on the loosest and it oh, okay. feels really, and I like things feeling tight fit anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's not too tight fit to where it's bulging, um, like on the sides. It did when I, cause you, you can take a quiz online. I really liked their website. It's really similar to like third love, I think. Oh yeah. Um, it's like one of those things. Um, these ones, I just really loved the sale that they had and what they had available. Mm-hmm. And one of the things it was saying is that I should be a 30. I think I retook the quiz like five or six times. Cause that's I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, there's no way that that's what I should be wearing I'd like every single time and so once I got one that sounded kind of like I was actually getting it all right and yeah I tried it out and I'm like oh my gosh please be the right sizes that's nice and it actually worked that's so the one it made me excited sucky part about shopping online is like I love it yeah. but also sometimes I just want to try stuff on especially like mm-hmm. bras or jeans for me is like a really well that's why one. I never buy bras because then yeah it's so annoying to return and get a new size because I'm probably not going to get the right size and right yeah so I'm well that's good so happy yeah Yeah. um my current obsession is sheer text tights I've seen so many the ads got me reviews they got me Uh, because I would always get the tights from Target and I would literally rip them the day I got them yep it would Every never work. Time. They would, have the worst re- reviews. Oh, it's the it, like my nails would snag them. Mm-hmm. So I got them because they Doing were having, nothing would snag them. <laughs> I know. Um, there was a Black Friday sale, and I think they were like fourteen dollars mm. or something instead of like thirty five or That's whatever. So, so I funny because yeah. I was gonna order. I was some. thinking about ordering some. Yeah, but I wore them um, on Sunday, and they're su- they are not super tight because I hate it when like the tights will dig in. Mm. It's like the worst feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really comfortable and. So far, they haven't ripped hmm. from the one day I've worn them. But well, I really like them. They, I bet they won't. I don't think they will yeah. either. Yeah. I'm like, Did you just get one? I just got one pair. Yeah. Like, I don't need, I don't wear tights that often. So Do they have different um, op- opacities? Yes, they do. I oh, got okay. like the middle one. Okay. It's like not super black because I don't like the super black All right. ones. So I only thought that they had the really thick ones, which no. I, I'm literally, literally wearing mine right now. Yeah. They're like sweater tights. Oh, I didn't no. know that they had the mm-hmm. small. Yeah, you can like fully see even like my <sighs> freckle or like my mole through them. Oh, so. that's what I want. I know. It oh, was worth I will it. Just, get some. just order one pair. I told Arturo, I'm yeah. like, can you tell that you can use scissors and these won't rip? And then he grabbed his knife to real? like pretend. That's what they do in their ads. But I don't know. And he was like, should we try? What's I'm like, no. Made of? I don't know. I really I don't know. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, well, let's get down to the silver lining of the week. <sighs> Starting my period right before this. Oh, one in every three episodes our shakers listen to Lisa's I know I'm either um starting my period 
in the middle of it or I'm just getting out of it I swear well that's typically how it works I was listening to Gracie the girl I sent you who had like PCOS I heard her on the Skinny Confidential podcast Mm -hmm. and she was great and she um was talking about like the four phases of your period and like tuning in with it and understanding it and like preparing yourself for it and it was really interesting yeah you have the flow app right no uh natural cycles oh okay yeah yeah did does that have like what you should be eating at the certain times of the month and what kind of exercises you should be doing yeah and yeah and but that's why I love Pvolve so much they have exercises for the certain times so they have like the follicle, oh, follicular they have when you're actually on cool. your period they show but then the girls I follow like Maeve or Kimmy they show everything that they do for and I think Kimmy has PCOS even and she Jeez. talks about all the workouts she does during the month which I think is really helpful I mean they even have like for um, people going through fertility treatments so they have all those sections on Pvolve that's why I wow. love it it's very like female friendly for women yeah I yeah. mean men can do it too um, but it's just really nice to have an app where they encourage you to move still but they're like showing you ones that aren't gonna make you you don't too have tired. PCOS do you no I mean I don't think so um, <laughs> I think I would know so when you were listening to it was it good just to know like yeah. what it entails or because so many of my friends have mm-hmm. hormonal or endometriosis we need to do a podcast we have to. I've been trying to find people who would be good to be She's on a podcast great. for that stuff I'm hoping that she could be on um because doctors just don't tell you they just want to prescribe you birth control and I've never had any hormonal problems that my sister has mm. um, and one of her triggers was eggs and then this girl too her trigger was eggs and so I know a lot of people that will eat like eggs or almonds and it's like very triggering for PCOS and stuff like what that. What does that mean like inflaming? Yeah it's like inflammation and mm. then it I guess it does something to your hormones obviously I'm not I don't mm. know that much but um as far as what piece I've just researched a lot about PCOS because I'm interested and you know diet and exercise are the number one thing mm. um, and I feel like a lot of women think there's no hope so it's really cool to hear a girl who's like no I took this into my own hands and I'm gonna change my mm. future and she did so that was really cool hmm. but anyway sorry send, send me going. that episode I'm really okay curious. it's their just their most recent was today yeah yeah okay um but my silver lining of that surprisingly I have one is like this is my most creative time of the month mm. and it makes me I'm such a do things like do stuff around the house so this makes me more like I'm doing design work on my iPad relaxing type work rather than go 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 let's keep doing things and I get better at um delegating the things that I do need to get done that's great and like asking people to like help me out more yeah so it's not all on me yeah that's interesting because she was saying that um <clears throat> she calls it like summer fall or winter but like during her period mm. she calls it her winter and like she needs to spend time alone and be more introspective and have those oh. times so I've oh, heard yeah. that a lot from from people same so yeah yeah that's like but that's me. good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so my my silver lining is so we kind of last minute planned like a giving event for mm. Iron and Braun. So Iron and Braun is my boyfriend's one of his companies. It's a moving company. Um, and we just really wanted to do like a fill the truck event for CASA, which is for kids in foster care. Um, and we planned it in only like three weeks. So it really wasn't that much time. But we had like a pretty good turnout. We filled yeah. up like two big boxes. And, you know, I wish we would have had more people. <laughs> Storm was like, this is the slowest day at Forage we've had. Like a slowest Aww. Saturday in a long time. But I think next year we'll know more and we can plan more. And maybe I kind of want to make it more of an event and have like live music. So like just gets people out. Mm. Um, but people donated like people brought like 
so much stuff there are people just bringing like bags of stuff mm. for people um and that was just like really cool <sighs> so why? Oh, um, crying. I don't oh. want to cry. Why, yeah. why would you cry? Just because of foster care? Yeah, people, oh, yeah. camaraderie. Camaraderie. I cry because of, it's so dumb. I I was actually just talking to my sister-in-law about this. We've been watching the World Cup games, and I cry every game. You it's like actually on now. right now, so I'm kind of sad that you're like a sports it. gal now. You like love the sports. Well, soccer. I mean, I am European, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, like we didn't watch like football growing up. We watched like soccer, football. Yeah. Like that's the only thing on that's in crazy. our house ever. I think I've ever seen like a if my dad game. came home, you had to get off the TV and leave the room and my dad watches soccer. Yeah. Oh no, it's gosh. it's real. Wow. Um but yeah, I love watching the World Cup. That's fun. Yeah, it's really fun. But yeah, I cry at the end of every game, no matter who wins or loses, because I cry seeing the team win and I cry watching the other team cry and lose and makes me sad. It's funny because Dak Shepard, he like never cries in 500 episodes. I've never heard him really emotional except for his one where he relapsed. But he was saying that um, there's a video of a soccer team on a plane and they're doing a flash dance to call me maybe. And he said for some reason watching that makes him cry because he's like the fact that in this world people can come together and do a dance. That's it's like that. Well, that is the weird thing. That's what makes me cry. Right. Like seeing people like work together yeah. for a cause. Like totally. And I think that's the peacemaker in me. That's like Oh yeah. That's what we need to do. Well, I that's think that's me too. I think that's doing. why I'm like, I definitely think I'm a wing nine and not a wing seven. Cause mm. I'm just like when people would bring like little sleep sacks out and then I think of the little babies who are foster <sighs> and I'm like, thank you. So like, oh. you don't even know, like, that's so nice. Oh, you know, my gosh. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was interesting cause we were talking to a pastor and he was saying it's so hard this time of year to get people to give because people are so focused on themselves. He's like, you have to get them a give, mm. like give them a gimmick. So we, you know, you got free drip coffee when you gave oh my gosh. and he's like, if That's you don't so do that, most people won't give. I'm like, I mean, it's just weird for me. Cause I'm like, don't you see like how privileged you are? And like these kids have no parents yeah. and no presence. Yeah. It's like Arturo grew up with a single mom and that changed his life mm-hmm. to be able to get something. Yeah. And he had a mom and like these kids don't, you would think that it would be, it would, yeah, you would think. It, it would trigger more for people. But I just, I think people like to put it in the back of their head so they don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause then it's like easier to yeah, get to through like, life. Not think about that stuff. I wonder well, I know that churches are different for the most part, like Christians specifically. Yeah. Because I know a lot of Christian families, like people we're not like even really close with or not even people who go to our church. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, we choose a family every year and like we give gifts. Like there's actually one family from our church. This is the first time I had heard of something like this where they chose not to do any gifts as a family. The kids agreed, like everyone came That's to an cool. agreement and they did gifts only for other families. And I was like, that's crazy because that's mm-hmm. so true that's like hundreds of dollars anyway so yeah it was cool to see that uh people came out and we were able to do something and yeah i made little box awesome. monsters with googly eyes on them yeah so. ended up being so <laughs> yeah that was cute that's yeah. a cute idea i know i was like our can we get googly eyes he's like only if we can give them mouths so we got like a d and a p yeah um so anyway yeah it was great um okay so should we get into our episode yeah okay so yeah so somebody 
our shaker, Liz, asked us about time management. I will say we've kind of been joking as like, do as we say, not as we do. Wrong people. But I mean, I, we have some sort of time management because we get stuff done. (laughs) Yeah, we do have a lot to juggle. Um, And it's not like I have, you know, the, the key to all the answers, but I do have some things I've implemented since being self-employed that I feel like are helpful. Yeah. And you have kids. So that's a whole other thing that you have to figure out. So um, should I start? Yeah. Okay. So I think one thing, regardless of if you're self-employed or not, which this sounds really dumb and like woo-woo, but it's important, is like understanding your why and like what you're doing throughout the day and like why you're doing those things, whether it's deep or not deep. Because mm-hmm. um, I know for me, it was like this idea even for us of like working smarter and not harder. So it's like, why am I sitting down to make these reels? what is that going to do to push the needle forward? And I was just listening to um, uh, Ed Milet and he was saying some entrepreneurs get into this spot where they're not seeing things progress. So instead of seeing the needle move forward, they're just kind of like throwing the needle and hoping that mm-hmm. it like does something. And I think whether you're self-employed or you're trying to get a lot of stuff done, it's like really, really, um, it's really hard to stay on task if you don't know why you're doing the things mm-hmm. that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, I try to ask that question a lot during the week or during my work days is like, why am I working out or eating this food? Or like, and then if you ask yourself that, you can be like, yeah, actually, I don't think that's going to be really good for me right now. Maybe I need to move to a different spot, you know? That's why I think verbally processing all the things that I am doing or like business meetings or if it comes down to having a conversation with Zav, it's like, hey, so what are we going to be doing for the week? Oh, wait, I actually don't think we realistically have time for that. So like a tangible thing that I do is the beginning of, well, no, it, technically it's the end of the week. Um, it's like before my weekend, I look at the next full week that I have. So like week and a half. So like through the weekend until through the next weekend, knowing all the things that I need to do. I even like check my entire calendar to make sure I have space. I think making sure like you have sabbatical time. So Mm. you don't even have to be a Christian to believe in having a full day off where you're not working. That's just smart to rest Mm -hmm. entirely is really important. I think that helps with my time management because then I'm not constantly in this work mode I have time to relax and be like okay everything is fine (laughs) I can actually like get through the rest of my week by having downtime at the beginning of my week especially Mm -hmm. and then making sure that my week is um balanced so especially because Zav is a pastor we have a lot of friends and family in the area we constantly feel like we're needing to meet with people or let's have dinner with these people. There's, it's like a never ending list of people to catch up with. Um, making sure we have an even amount every week of time with each other, making sure we have time with the kids. Time to myself is really important and Zav time for him to get out. He's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. And then time where we are being intentional with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the biggest lie is that you just like don't have time for things yeah. like that's my when I let me tell you this d- this isn't the same thing as me and you saying how do we make more time no well I would love if I could if I could just be like lord if I could ask for anything it'd be one more day yeah. a week <laughs> how do we make more time <laughs> um no but I can't even tell you when I talk to somebody and they tell me they don't have time 
I'm just like, no, it's just not your priority. Like we need mm-hmm. to say, take, like, we don't have time. We need to change that to no, it's not your priority. Like when mm-hmm. people say they don't have time to work out, I'm like, stop. Yeah, you do. Just say, I actually don't care about this. Yeah. I actually don't want to do this. It's like, well, you have time to sleep for an extra hour. So you've got time to work out. Yeah. And if you don't have time to sleep for an extra hour, you're probably wasting at least 30 to 45 minutes of your day on your phone or watching something. Same with, I don't have time to read. That's what Lauren and Michael always say. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to read. And I'm just like, no, you do. You just would rather be on your phone. Do you not live in the 21st century where we have audiobooks? That and... How about you just don't be on your phone for 30 minutes or 10 minutes? Yeah. It's like people think, oh, I need to go to the gym for two hours. No, you don't. Oh, I need to read six chapters. No, you can read half a chapter. It's like I think people underestimate, you know, the amount of time that we do have in the week and how you can block out time and and make priorities for them. Like you have to. I think that we can break this down into two things. Like you were just touching on prioritizing. So what are your priorities? Making a list of your priorities if you don't know what your priorities are and you're trying to figure it out it's what you're spending time on already so if you don't think that tv is a priority for you but you're on your phone a lot if you're um tiktok and instagram uh what's that thing called the no the clock the timer that we put on on your phone like apps and stuff oh i don't like do that but yeah the, the time or, report thing yeah whatever. the time report yeah. and if at the end of your week you're like wait i'm spending like hours that's your priority so you need to take captive your thoughts that's yeah. one of them like mm-hmm. you need to be realistic about what you're actually doing yeah i think one big thing kind of goes off of what you were saying about looking at your week is a long time ago like when I first became self-employed I could I would just waste so much time because I just didn't know what to do in my week and I would find myself going like what am I even doing today I have so much to do but I don't know what to do and then that's when I made not like a content calendar but a way to be like on certain days I'm always doing this and that has been really helpful because we can even plan months out in advance and I know Tuesdays and Thursdays are the day we record I know Mm -hmm. Mondays the day I edit I know Wednesdays the day I do weddings I know Friday is kind of a free content day or a wedding day Saturdays are fill in the blank whether we have shoots or whatever and that has been really nice because yes it'll ebb and flow and I can change it but for the most part like Mondays are pretty like non-negotiable like I'm at home working all the day same Mm -hmm. with Tuesdays and Thursdays and that way if someone asks you like hey is this day gonna work you can be like even if it's in March I can be like no it's not gonna work because I know I do these things Mm -hmm. Um, and oh if that's the only day then I can try to figure something out. Um, And that was really helpful for me. So it's like, if you know you have these things that you want to do, make time for them. Like schedule those times in. Schedule time for creativity if that's something you're wanting to do. Schedule time for you if you need a couple hours. Like just put it on the calendar Mm -hmm. because then even, you know, one person said this to me, uh, my friend Kate, and it was so smart. She said, if you feel like you're getting sick, look at your calendar and schedule time in to be sick. And that was really helpful for me because I get so irritated. I just want to work and then I don't get better. So if you can somehow schedule in like, no, these are the days that these are my sick days and it's fine because I already have it in my calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's really, really helpful. Hmm, That is really good. Yeah. So. So is that the same thing as time blocking? I think so. Yeah. I think that's the word for it. Yeah. Um, Time blocking has been really helpful for me with my ADHD. Um, I think my second thing was being realistic. Yeah. Um, realistic about your expectations. Um, there's like so many hopes that I have, like I said, so like my things are, you know, my art business, the podcast, um, making sure I have time with my family still want to be like a, 
I'm not a stay-at-home mom, but I don't know what I am, so I don't know what the word is for it. Part-time mom worker. <laughs> Part-time wife. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is. Um, and You're a working mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be full-time. I want time with my kids, but I want time for work. Um, and with that, I have to be realistic about um, what works and what doesn't. So trying things, if it doesn't work, don't push it. If it works for someone else, it doesn't mean you're, it's going to work for you. Right. Um, and actually finding out about my ADHD has really helped me find other people and what they do with their time. So what I realized is um, I've actually been dealing with like anger and being angry really quickly and... There's a, for a while I was like, whatever I, you know, my dad's Romanian and he has anger issues. So I probably just got it from him and it's genetic. So I just have to deal with it. Um, and it came down to like, oh, it, I, I get the most irritated and angry when I'm trying to work on something or do something generally, anything and my focus is being taken off of this thing that really needs my attention and my kids are trying to get my attention. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm on a work call or I'm voxering you, like I have to know if it's important, I have to like be in the closet away from my kids. My kids are already taken care of for five to 10 minutes and I do my own thing or it's just not at all a work day. Like I just cannot get work done unless yeah. they're sleeping or it has to be work that I can get up and go out and around with. Um, I just have to be realistic about my own time and yeah. the type of mom that I also want to be during that. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point to say that um, everybody has like a different capacity level and understanding what that is. And some people's may be very high and some people might not be high or maybe it's in the middle. And it's seasons. Yeah. And it's seasons and figuring out what those look like. And I, and on the flip side of that is like, I know my capacity is very high, but I can push it to a point where then I hit a breaking point yeah. and then I have had no downtime and then I just spiral and I'm crying and I don't know why. And it's because I've just pushed myself too far. But yeah, so I think it's just like really figuring out what those things look like for you. And that's the same for me. Like when I wake up, um, if I'm like this happened this morning, I woke up, I randomly started talking to my mom about something. It was like something, you know, like family issues. And then it was about money stuff. And I just had to be like, mom, I just woke up like I cannot. Um, and it wasn't just her, but it was just like I just woke up. Like, I, and sometimes I, that's I, where I'm just like, no one talked to me or I used to go on walks with Arturo and he would try to talk to me about work. And I'm just like, I am listening to my podcast. I'm drinking my coffee. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Like, I just can't do it because if I start my day like that, then my whole day feels like that. And that's how it was even cortisol. trying to get here. Yeah. As your cortisol I've lover been thinking speaking. so much more uh -huh. about my cortisol lately. Yeah. And that's how it was. I've been trying to do better about not looking at my phone the first 30 minutes of the day, but I looked at my phone and then I talked to my mom and then I was trying to get here I and I was you rushing. The other day. Isn't it actually crazy? Yeah. I noticed right away after looking at my phone, I'm like, I, my whole body is just regulated. Well, you're just like, put, totally you're putting out it. fires like immediately, right. or maybe you got like bad news or maybe something annoying happened. And then I'm just like trying to focus on getting here and people are trying to talk to me. And then that's when I'm just like, stop, mm -hmm. like everybody stop because I just need to be able to focus. But I also think that does real, that helps with discipline. I mean, you have to have discipline when it comes to this stuff. Um, Ed Myla, again, he, in the episode with Ryan Holiday, it was so good, but he was saying, do hard things first. Like if you 
you do hard things first, you train your body and usually you won't end up doing the thing if you don't do it first. And I've noticed that's that way with me. Like I have to sit down and like, I don't like editing the podcast. I have to do it first. Or he's like, you're going to distract yourself with things you want to do or like are procrastinating on and then you're not able to get them done. Um, And I know a lot of people don't like to do hard things first, but I think it's that also really does help in general time management because you're able to get more done just if you can just like focus, you know. That's really true. I have, um, well, the good thing for me is like I have the most focus, like once my workday starts, not like first thing in the morning, but once my workday is ready to go, I I do the hard things and I do the things that I just really like to put off usually because I like to end my day with things that don't really feel like work. So yeah. that's, so at the end of my work day is when I'm working on the memes for the podcast mm-hmm. or I'm working on the creative stuff or things that I actually enjoy because then like when you're done with your work day, it doesn't feel like, oh, okay, like I finished my work day. It feels good because you finished things. Yeah. But like you already finished the really hard tasks and it's like a slow ease into your evening and or, you know, going to sleep for you. Yeah, going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you know, and, and on the flip side of that too, it's also looking at sometimes the day isn't going to go how you want it. Like we've been going to the gym at night. I don't like working out at night because I feel like I, it just pushes dinner back and Mm -hmm. then whatever. But I also know like I can't go to the gym in the morning today. So I'm going to go tonight. And it's like, right when we're done here, I'm going to go, you know, and that is kind of a bummer. But it's like also sometimes with time management, you kind of just have to fit things in where you can, or maybe you're not going to be able to do them as well or get up at, you know, five in the morning. And for me, I would much rather work out at night than wake up at five in the morning and work out. So, um, yeah, like you said, I think it's being realistic and also just understanding your own self um, and understanding if if these are things that you actually want to do. And if you want to do them, they will become non-negotiables. Like for me and time management, it's like it's not really an option to not do stuff. Right. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to do it because that's what I want to do. And if you get to a spot where you don't want to do it anymore, you need to ask yourself why you don't want to do it anymore. And you need to pivot or you need to change your attitude and figure out like what's going on. You know, what's interesting is this goes so much hand in hand with motivation and like having to motivate yourself. Um, one of the things that I realized motivates me is um, every time with my art business, I see that Shopify take a payment every month from my bank account automatically. Uh I'm like, got to get to work. (laughs) Got to make sure that I'm like keeping up or at least like at least even with my business every month or like in the long run so that it feels worth it to keep it going. Like that's like one of my whys. I'm like, got to keep it going. And then from there, once you get into the rhythm of doing it, it's, I mean, it's all mind over matter, but once you get into the rhythm, making sure that you're doing things that excite you, um, staying inspired within your business, whatever it is, um, tracking with your progress and not getting too down on yourself. This all goes into time management because it, remembering your why like you said like it helps you keep going like you have to just keep going and so we actually uh not today but another like last week we did the episode on the beauty standards and you were asking about how I don't think about my insecurities and I (laughs) it's so funny because after I was thinking I'm like how can I actually like give tangible advice for getting over your insecurities and not thinking about it 
and it is just mind over matter like this is the same thing like in my head thinking about my insecurities it's just non-negotiable like Mm -hmm. It's so funny because I think I'm so weird looking. I don't really like the way that I look. Like when people compliment me, I think they're lying like all the time. Like I don't really believe people when they say that, especially because I'm on my period right now. So I like can overthink things. Right. Um, But if you like think about your insecurities, like your business, like it's just non-negotiable. Like you just got to get through it. You just got to do it. Like you just do the things you need to do. And then everything else, you just toss it over throw away the bones yeah no that's good it's hard but it's good to do yeah that. yeah so as far as time management like if you just remember this isn't negotiable like you yeah do it like this is a part of your job and you mm-hmm. just have to do it yeah yeah I think um just to end on a piece of advice I have that maybe doesn't make a lot of sense but like work on what you're working on and nothing else and that for me is huge. Like try not to code switch. Try not to go from task to task. Time blocking. Yeah, get mm-hmm. it done. Like I know for me it's really, sometimes I can do it where I'm like editing a podcast in the background and I'm able to like make a graphic and I'm able to do that kind of stuff. But it's like focusing on like the podcast. Like I know I'm working on the podcast right now. So whatever I need to do for that is what I'm going to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then same with like, if I'm having coffee with someone, I'm having coffee with someone. I'm putting my phone away. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing grocery shopping, okay, I'm doing grocery shopping. I need food. It's mm-hmm. like, it's okay. I think a lot of us, um, th- we're really hard on ourselves too. And it's like, we think, oh, I can't believe I'm taking time to go on a walk and like listen to a book right now Mm -hmm. it's like that's so selfish or whatever and it's like no just do what you're gonna do but obviously you know don't get lazy and that's one thing for me is like that's why I don't go on TikTok usually during the week at all it's something that I do with Artur on the weekend because I know myself Mm -hmm. like I will Mm -hmm. stay on it Mm -hmm. same with scrolling it's like you have to really know your limits yeah because you can get stuck but it's also okay if you're like for 30 minutes I'm gonna scroll on TikTok like that's gonna make me feel better but like have discipline Mm -hmm. and actually make it 30 minutes which I don't think a lot of people can do but no I think it would be good to try that you know yeah yeah I think so yeah good good boundaries yeah so anyway great I think that's that's pretty much it so you know there's some tangible things but again I think it's a really over mind over matter and um gosh I don't know I feel like you and I should make like a like some sort of thing that we can like send to people like a not like a newsletter but like a whatever those things called pdf yeah like a file like, like some a sort of a downloadable yeah, yeah for somebody i feel like that would be cool mm-hmm. we've talked about that for like a year i but, know but yeah, it would be yeah, cool yeah um well anyway guys <laughs> well anyway guys thanks for listening um if you're listening and you have an idea of what you want us to talk about let us know dm us we will happily do that um you can follow us at the salt and pepper podcast and you can follow us personally at olivia grin and it's lisa brosser and make sure to share this episode if any of these tips have helped you on your stories tag us we will drop into your dms we'll slide into your dms say hi um and make sure to rate and review the podcast um i think that's it so it's always better when salt and pepper come together Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.